You're listening to Discovering Multifamily, where we discuss all educational topics in commercial real estate with an emphasis on multifamily apartment investing via syndication. And now your hosts, former NFL fullback Brian Leonard and Anthony Scandariato. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Discovering Multifamily podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Scandariato with Delmar Properties. And this is episode 72 with Brent Ritchie. And I want to thank everybody for listening to our show today. It's going to be a, an interesting one, to say the least. And uh, we have Brent here. He's the founder and president of uh, Enrich Investment Group. And Brent's got over 15 years of experience in engineering, construction, project management. Uh, his group has owned, managed, and operated over $120 million worth of real estate with over 1,000 units um, internationally, uh, including apartments, commercial, homes, land. Um, and he's actually working on developing an assisted living and, and memory care facility, which I want him to uh, explain to our audience what's that, what's that all about, because we could talk about multifamily all day. But uh, Brent's also invested in the workforce housing and, and multifamily segment as well. Um, he's also a professional um, engineer and uh, has a few award-winning construction projects. So, so Brent, thanks for coming on the show, and uh, hopefully, uh, my you know my intro did you justice. If not, pro- probably not. So. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm I'm a recovering structural engineer, like Anthony mentioned, and uh, grateful and honored with this opportunity to uh, to be on the show. So, yeah, thank you very much uh, for having me on. Sure. So, tell us about your multi-experience and you know obviously you're working on a ground of development which is in, you know in a similar space but it is a different asset class so can you talk to us about that yeah for sure you know what uh, like a lot of you were probably uh, pursuing and chasing a um, kind of a value add multifamily, and uh, through some other friends you know really learned that what's the best value add you can bring than taking a plot of land and bringing something uh, highly sought after and in need of. Um, So we're constantly uh, seeing a lot more and more people in this space of multifamily and uh, you're chasing after deals often second, third, fourth, fifth along the line. Um, We, uh, we underwrite very conservatively, which uh, is what's allowed us to pursue a lot of deals, but not necessarily win a lot of deals. So really we were looking at uh, through some different relationships I have was able to see, okay, pound for pound. Okay. If I'm investing this much, putting this much equity together for a multifamily deal, you know, if I look at that same amount of money for assisted living memory care, what does that look like? And um, you know, for all of our equity uh, that would be made through this uh, this project, but also cash flow and everything else. And so that's where we really saw, you know, this massive opportunity, which is fairly brown f- greenfield, um, and didn't uh, not as much competition in the space as multifamily is. So um, you know, we're we're still still very much pursuing. Um, multifamily and and uh find out today if there's another project that will be awarded and and won um but uh yeah we, we're seeing at the same point uh this huge migration of people turning 65 and uh, 10,000 people turning 65 every single day anticipated to do so for the next 14 years so the trend is your friend like the real estate radio guys talk about and you know just huge opportunity for us to uh, get into a thriving and growing area. And so that's where uh, where we kind of 
We saw a big opportunity in this space, teamed up with an operator uh, from multiple sites all across the entire nation, really identified where we saw was, you know, a project, a site that had entitlements in place, shovel ready, ready for us to uh, kind of bring our investment team along with an operator and a best-in-class architect and developer to really bring, uh, bring this opportunity for, for our investors. That's great. So tell us about this project. Where is it? What's it called? Yeah, so um, this one is uh, it's called Serenity Villas, uh, and that is in an area called the Villages. So Villages is kind of greater Orlando MSA, just about an hour from the airport. And um, yeah, it's a 120 unit, 144 bed uh, specialized memory care facility. Uh, very uh, unique and we're, we're excited about it. Uh, there's uh, it, the common building and then there's individual villa style. So it'll be more of a luxury uh, class uh, demographic brought. So it'd be in an A-class product. And um, yeah, just really allow us the opportunity to serve and to care for the people that have really um, allowed us and created the freedoms that we have and then we get to enjoy and live in in this uh this beautiful uh beautiful country so that's that's where we you know kind of saw a great opportunity we're uh doing something unique in this too so um prior to covid uh which of course covid is a massive thing and impacting us all uh but prior to covid we saw a huge opportunity to um, bring in a, a very specialized air filtration system that was designed by NASA engineers for the space shuttle and then ultimately the space station. So that's what we're integrating in and uh, using in each one of our villas. Um, so yeah, we, we see it as a, as a product that is kind of uh, able to be set apart and, uh, and should be thriving in what is the fastest growing MSA in the nation, so. Awesome. So when you're talking about air filtration systems and just the asset class and as a whole in general, I guess a couple of questions. So where are you at right now with your construction process? And then number two is obviously COVID, you know, particularly in Florida um, affected, you know, seniors I, well, all over the place, the, the virus affects yeah. seniors. So yeah. um, have you seen an adjustment in strategy or like you said, you were kind of already working on, you know, these projects with the idea of having that robust uh, air airflow system already that it was kind of, you know, a good thing for not a good thing for COVID to happen, but a good thing that you were thinking about it um, prior to starting construction. So, yeah, no, no, really good question. Um, so yeah, that, that's, uh, that's something, you know, spot on. It's just relating specifically to the COVID uh, that was, um, yeah, it was obviously not not um, a, a terrible thing that's happened in, into our country and our economy as a whole. Um, but really, you know, yeah, the individual villa style instead of your bigger institutional style, um, just provide more specialized care. But then, yeah, on that individual villa style, now we're able to isolate and able to have smaller groups and smaller pairings. And um, and then, yeah, the, the air filtration system, I mean, it was um, at kind of, um, you know, in, in the demographic that this would specifically be tailored to, that's where respiratory issues are, are a massive, massive, massive problem. And so that's, you know, that, um, that air purification system is really what allowed us to kind of best serve our future uh, tenants, um, best serve their needs. 
And, uh, and then with COVID being introduced, yeah, it was almost just like really propped up this model even more so where it's um, just allowed you to have those yeah, individual villa style, individual care and uh, an ability to, uh, to protect your tenants. So, Got it. so I guess where, you know, are you, obviously you're developing ground up. Do you see any other opportunity to convert existing multi to assisted or is it, is it just not economical? Yeah, no, that's definitely something um, that's definitely models in, in a lot of, uh, a lot of today's space and even hotels, you know, as we're seeing hotels are just taking a beating at this time and place of this, uh, this show being recorded. So um, there are people that are taking existing hotels that are uh, not cash flowing and then operating them over to uh, something else that's, that's in, in high demand. You know, in this case, it'd be assisted living, living memory care in this, this uh, pocket. So, um, yeah, a multi specifically, you know, that's, uh, that's something, you know, a great, great question, great opportunity. And I guess that uh, really highly specific on the location. Um, you know, when you look at the trends of people, households with 55 and above, especially over the next 10 years, it's, it's massive. So really, um, you know, we, we come from a multifamily space, senior living space, and, and really look to um, add this to the portfolio and add senior living into the portfolio. Um, and so, you know, but we will, yeah, definitely us specifically in this space, minus our operator and architect and, and co-developer, uh, would be newer in this space, so. Excellent. Uh, so do you see, so what, what's the future look like for you? Are you, as, lo- as long as this project goes well in the end, are you looking for more of those ground up type of deals or are you still sticking with your bread and butter? What, what's your forecast there? Yeah, no, it's a, it's a great question. Uh, so really, yeah, we do see continuing in the multifamily space, um, but staying principled in our underwriting. And so now when you kind of have a few more tools in your toolkit, so you're not limited to, okay, you know, I'm just chasing lower and lower, lower cap rates, right? So we've, we've been chasing some deals and they've gone sub five where your class A developments are kind of a four and a half to five and a half, depending on the, the, uh, the location where you're looking, where, you know, you get multifamily class B, class C that's trading, uh, you know, in, in low four caps. And it's, it's a very crazy time. So yeah, we would see continuing to expand our scope in this uh, this area in this this market class, and uh, definitely definitely see a lot of opportunity where uh, where it's high high need high demand. So, right. And so, where are your other properties? Where do you see the opportunities? What major metros? I mean, you mentioned Orlando, so is Florida a target of yours? And where where else do you currently own? I'm just curious. Yeah, so I kind of own and manage um, in Southeast, uh, Phoenix, and then uh, Texas, uh, actively looking in Texas as well uh, from my uh, business partners listening out there. So um, yeah, we're kind of listening, looking in really predominant landlord business friendly markets. And so I am the crazy Canuck that's uh, just across the border outside of Toronto um, and uh, predominantly do not invest here because uh, it is not landlord or business friendly. Uh, fast growing market, which is great. So you're looking at more of an appreciation play. Um, but in this, uh, this model, yeah, we'll definitely look in Florida, right? Most net migration per state of any other state. Um, Texas as well is really good as well. Arizona is also a great market. So um, yeah, we really, um, 
we'll be looking and kind of focusing in on those, uh, those three markets, those three spaces. So. And how do you, how do you property manage? Are you going to be managing the once the, you know, it's just a living and memory care is fully up and running. Are you going to be managing that? How does that work? No, like, like all our assets. I mean, we really see, and I, and I love the teamwork and I love the synergy and I really believe that's, uh, that's where we can all do, do really well, right? The teamwork makes a dream work. And so, um, just seeing that same play, right? So we got uh, best in class um, property management companies in each one of the one of the markets where we we operate, and same thing with this, right? So partnering up this this time, it's actually a partnership and with our our operator, uh, but hiring an operator who's a, kind of a best in class operator in this space, and and um, you know, not necessarily being the expert, but just having the like Robert Kiyosaki talks about having everybody else on your team you know, that's smarter than you in their, their respective fields. And so very much um, this would be, you know, that same play and, uh, and have just a wonderful, we're very grateful to be teamed up with a wonderful architect and a wonderful operator um, so this, for this. So that, yeah, that would be kind of then identifying uh, new markets and new locations where, where there is that, that huge, uh, huge demand and limited supply. Excellent. And so how does that work with the assisted living in terms of the lease agreements? Are they yearly leases? Are they subsidized? Are they capped? Like how does that whole arena work when you compare it to traditional yearly multifamily apartments? Yeah. Um, and this one, I would actually, I would defer more to our, our operator uh, specifically in this. I know the average uh, kind of tenant stay in this, this specific facility is just over two years. Um, but yeah, on their specific leases and, and strategies and, and how that looks, um, yeah, I would I would definitely be uh, deter- deferring to our operator for that. No problem. And so, in terms of you know amen- the amenity base too um, for assisted living and memory cares, how uh, what do they require you know outside of the filtration systems that's going to be different than traditional multifamily? That's you know workforce housing, so to speak. Is there is there a difference? Yeah, no, it's very much um, similar kind of fundamental principle of you're providing a bed, you're providing care, uh, but obviously this is a lot more of a intensive operation, right? So you get 24-7 care, and especially when you're dealing with the uh, the assisted living and memory care. So um, that's where it's, it's, you know, yeah, highly, highly customized and highly ta- tailored to uh, meet their specific demands and needs, you know, for this, this, uh, this age. So uh, very interesting. Uh, maybe we'll have to come back and have our, have our operator on this, uh, this call as well and our architect and they can talk about some of the different therapies and more innovative processes they'll be using everything from the gardening to light therapies and music. And, and so, um, yeah, it's, it's much more robust uh, than multifamily, just in terms of the business aspect to what you're you're operating. So instead of you know a traditional okay in in 120 unit multifamily, maybe you'll have a property management, maybe an assistant, and then you'll have a grounds and maybe an assistant as well, right? So depends on market and and what you're doing and your capex. Um, where this is going to be a lot more kind of staff intensive, 24/7 care. And um, that aspect of the business is uh, is a lot more involved. Right, right. Yeah. No, that makes sense. 
And, I, and another follow-up question I would have, I know that the operating developer is not on here, but um, maybe just in general, you know, it, it depends where you are in, in the country or wherever you're investing. Um, when you're trying to put through certain developments, it could be easier, it could be very hard. So multifamily, it, it, it could be across the board. So I don't know, is it, is it, you know, just high level speaking, is it easier to get assisted living given the demographic trends, especially in a state like Florida, to get approvals rather than just traditional apartments? Um, you know, because they're not using the school system, it's not a burden on the tax base. So like, is, is that a lot easier in your experience or what you, you know, overseeing? What, what would you say to that? <laughs> great, great question. As best as you can. <laughs> yes, no, no, really good question. Um, so, yeah, the, the um, I mean, when we kind of, I would, identify, I would back up a couple steps and I would say, okay, we first identified the project that was fully entitled. So all the entitlements were already in place before us even being here at this site, at this property, right? We, we knew several different plots of land, uh, but the entitlements weren't, weren't in place, right? So now you got to go through the city and then get approval and go through that entire process where we kind of saw, we, we, had, a, we had, you know, entitlements already on the land for this specific zone for this purpose, you know, a select number of beds that were kind of allocated for this, this land and this purpose and approved by the city. So that was a massive step and um, and I think a critical step just to make sure you have a very clear path to entitlements. Um, there's uh, there's a lot of projects that have uh, have suffered big time because they didn't have that uh, that capability, and so they didn't have that that zoning in in place. They didn't have that city approval in place, and and so now you're going through um, and and have much more of a dynamic to deal with. So um, yeah, I guess development projects uh, that would be a massive massive step. So it's yeah entitlements in place right are a very clear path to um you got financing right kind of lined up and then you'll have uh what's your exit strategy on this this deal on this model right how are you going to own operate and uh and then what kind of you know investors are you bringing in and, and expectations and making sure that you're aligning your model with the expectation so awesome okay got it so let's switch switch gears a little bit to the multi so uh, what are you looking at in terms of multifamily? Any unit size, minimum, maximum? Um, yeah, so, uh, no, no, awesome. Uh, yeah, we're lo definitely looking at uh, class B, class C, I would say kind of starting at 80 units, and then we'd be looking up to maybe 300, 400 units. Um, stabilized value add, you know, if, if it's got the right market, the right location, then we could do some heavier turns. Uh, but really looking at... Um, yeah, stabilized value add uh, multifamily and uh, primary, the markets. The markets are everything, right? So uh, we've been grateful for our, uh, our property in Phoenix pretty much the entire time we've owned it. Uh, there's been a waiting list and, uh, and it's a great, great problem to have. Um, and the market's been very strong. And so that, that uh, you know, of course, you're diligent and you're, you're um, just very keeping a very tight control and, uh, and, just making sure that you're driving your NOI and you're, you're delivering those results, but the market is a, is a massive factor as well. So I would say class B, class C, uh, stabilized value add in, uh, in yeah, primary markets. So we've been fortunate to team up with some family offices and some, uh, some funds. And so that's where we're re really looking, looking to uh, scale up and, 
and bring, you know, just, uh, just some great opportunities for them. So that's great. And Brent, so how could people find out about you and want to learn more about, you know, what you're all about and your opportunities that you bring out to the public? Yeah, well, I know a great question. Uh, so you can reach us in rich investments, E N R I T C H investments.com. Um, and there you can, uh, you can fill out a contact information and, and we can set up a time a 15 to 20 minute phone call. I'm glad to, uh, glad to do that and see how we can add value to, uh, to yourself and, and, uh, and your, uh, your portfolio as well. So, um, yeah, that'd be the best way to, uh, to get a hold of me. Uh, my email Brent at enrichinvestments.com and, uh, and then those two methods would be, be a wonderful way. Great. And we'll have Brent's contact information and website and email in the description on iTunes. So anybody can reach out to Brent at any time which I would encourage them to everybody to um, definitely a smart man. And, you know, if you want to feel free to reach out to me as well. Um, if you want to learn more about my company, that's red night properties, RedKnightProperties.com. If you want to get to Brent, go there. There's, you know, you can reach out to me pretty easily. I'm on the website and I can put you in touch with him, but I uh, just wanted to say thank you again to Brent for coming on the show today. This is episode 72 of discovering multifamily and see you next time. Thanks again, Brett. Thank you.